Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the IGN UK podcast, filmed in front of a live studio audience here in London. Yay! We'll add like a little like clap track in here. Today, (laughs) to my right, I have. Oh, sorry. I always do this. How does no one going to say my name? Everyone thinks someone's going to do this, even though I grand. Well, last time you introduced me as the driver. Yeah, but you know, so this time can't all be Goldale. Just Dale driver. Now you got to come up with the fun pun. Yeah. Yeah. Screwdriver. There we go. And to my left is uh, you set the bar pretty high. Oh, you really did. Uh, don't misjudge me. It's misjudge. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, 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 attitude with that hey. one, a bit of sass. Do you like the shoulder roll I did as well? It's like I can be sassy. And I'm Rory. Done. <laughs> Rory. Yeah. Do you know what? I went to Haven Holidays as a child and there was a tiger there called Rory which was like you know like a man dressed up and like you go up and you hug them and stuff so I've oh, always oh it's like a mascot yeah like yeah. a I mascot you, really you were a tiger really strange I... <laughs> just, just a tiger like, just a tiger that was let loose on the eight year old yeah so you can we be Rory, him Rory the tiger okay or Rory you know either one is good uh, how are you guys doing yeah, How's yeah, good. Excellent. Yeah, good to have you back. Rory's been oh, away for like, it feels like far too many yonks. It's very sad. It, it has a been a while. Yeah, I was back in Ireland. They played a show. I volunteered at a children's camp, oh, which was absolutely exhausting. <laughs> it was draining. That's why my voice is just kind of like frayed from screaming at children to give me back my hat and stop throwing <laughs> poop at each other. And we're like animals. They're animals, guys. <laughs> I, could, I really enjoy that image. Oh, but I was just—I was just telling Alicia, Alicia that something really weird happened to me on my holiday, okay. and it was right before I went to camp, which is terrible because you're out in the woods and there's no phone service or anything like that. Mm. The day before I went to camp, I started getting all these emails from Amazon saying, "Oh, we're sorry, your item didn't arrive. We're sorry, your item didn't arrive." I was like, "Weird." Like the, all these items have arrived. I didn't say that they they hadn't arrived. <laughs> yeah. It turns out someone had hacked my Amazon account. Yes. Jesus. Weird. So I was freaking out and I was like, okay, this is bad because all my cards are linked there, my address, phone number and everything like that. So this is right before I leave and I'll have no service for a week. So I'm like changing all my passwords and I go into my Amazon account and not only did they hack it, but (laughs) this is why, this is where it gets really weird. They got refunds from items that I had received and then used the gift card money to buy items. That's quite clever. But send it to an address in France. But so you But what were they buying? Well, Dale. <laughs> I need to well, know. this is where where it's even weirder. Oh like, I don't God. know if someone was trolling me or something. They bought <laughs> some marital aids and uh, divulge some- marital aids. <laughs> okay, like, I'll, be, I'll try and be a little bit more specific. They bought a series of eleven-inch black dildos <laughs> and sent them to an address in France. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Off the money that and you're they, saying you didn't do this. I right? did not okay, do cool. this. I'll take so you what, you're looking you. at like Rory's recommended <laughs> wish list on Amazon, and it's just like, oh my yeah. gosh, your recommendations yeah. must be hilarious. It was the weirdest thing. But then, so I just changed my password, which seemed to work, and then cancel the order. And now I just have gift card money that I I don't deserve because it's I mean, it's all this stuff that was reported not 
arrived and it had arrived. This has all worked out fairly well for you. Yeah, all things considered. But then I, I'm getting inside my head like, is this part of their master yeah. plan? What? Like, ah, he thinks it was about the dildo, but, but that was like a red herring. That- what if? Because it's probably not their address, because they're probably not that stupid to genuinely order things to their address. <laughs> so what if it's all just a massive prank and they've just Googled a random right. address and some poor person in front is like, what is this? <laughs> I didn't know something this black dildo. From <laughs> I should have got the person's name actually it was sent to see if they listen to the podcast so if any point in the next week you get a giant 11 inch dildo in the mail um, you're welcome Rory how are you going to segue from <laughs> giant, di- giant black dildos to the next thing we're going to talk about on the podcast uh, speaking about 11 inch monsters in the wild we have been nice. capturing they're very small monsters we have, been, <laughs> we have look they come in all shapes and sizes Pokemon not dildos <laughs> also also the same um as of recording this episode right now, Pokemon Go has officially launched in the UK. I've been tearing my hair out every day searching in the App Store for this game to be released. Um, I was lucky enough to get access to the beta when it was launched, but that didn't really give me a clear indication of the game because no one else in London was playing. Yeah, I was the leader of like every gym around <laughs> like our office, our house. You were the poker master yes. at that point. I was. I had Ash as my name. It was incredible. It was a great time, guys. But it's finally out. It's finally out in the UK. It is. Um, you guys, have you got a chance to play it yet? I downloaded it and I played about 10 seconds of it. 10 Just, seconds. I got the first Pokemon and then it said you have to go somewhere else to do it. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm yeah. at work, so probably yeah. can't go around <coughs> walking around doing stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, so like the, the beginning of the game is kind of giving you an intro to the mechanics. So you pick a Pokemon. It's kind of like the game itself, you know? You like pick a Pokemon, then you go on the grass and they're like, wait, don't go on the grass. You need to do this and this. Mm. And then you're handed Pokeballs. So it's kind of the equivalent of that, but in the app. So unfortunately, yes, we will have to leave the office on a sunny day, a beautiful cool sunny that. day. And Overwatch uh, isn't going to play itself. So, yeah. Yeah. We, can, we, can, we can move away for this, because this game, is, so I've had it for a few days. I mm-hmm. downloaded the Android APK before it came out. and What? Hello? Yeah, what? there was an APK on Android, so Filthy yeah. pirate. You, you fund that's terrorism. Just what, that's just I what Team Rocket would do. Pokemon. Stop funding terrorism with yeah. your Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> team rocket over here but um no i've like i've really really enjoyed it mm-hmm. there's like loads of stuff that it's brilliant at so like the physical world aspect of it is awesome because you're getting this i think it's main draw is the nostalgia elements and the fact that loads of strangers are descending into their neighborhoods in pursuit of common physical goals <laughs> through a virtual video game. Yeah. Like that's awesome. So I was at, like, I was on the, the train and my, st- I arrived at my stop just as this drowsy appeared in the train carriage. And I was like, Oh no, Oh no. I'm like, I need to catch it, but I also need to get off the train. And this man was like, I will hold the doors. Cause he totally, <laughs> like, just like, he like hodored up at the side. <laughs> while I like caught this drowsy as this German lady who had no idea what was going on was like, what are you doing? And That's I was just like, amazing. it's a Pokemon. And just like that amazing stranger interaction of just something like the whole carriage were just like, Oh, and that was, that was really truly lovely well again like that's something I didn't quite get to experience because I was the only one playing but I've seen like because it's been out in the US for so mm. long you've seen instances where people have dropped lures like yeah. in parts of the world and you have all these people kind of coming together yeah. playing the same game like catching Pokemon yeah. which is incredible there's no like game out there at the yeah. minute in the market that and that, that offers have, those features there have been I mean not necessarily true there are mobile games that do 
encourage you to go out into the real world. Oh, but so, I mean, like, but to drop something and oh, to, to have it appear something. on everyone's phone and. I mean, so there's this one. Oh, I can't remember what the game name is. It's one where there's like these different portals and stuff, and you have to go and capture Portal. different po- portals. <laughs> <laughs> Portal two <laughs> on your phone, <laughs> and, and um, you had to like take over, and like the, there are different teams so in your neighborhood, either like red or blue, and you can set up this kind of. Oh, okay. and it's like a mobile based game. It sounds like Ingress, but yes, portals. Ingress. Oh, but I mean, that's, that's the one. That's <laughs> what was it Ingress? So Niantic is the company that made ah! Ingress, and what they've done is taken all their kind of like world data and map coverage and just transferred it over, over and put Pokemon. just basically stuck Pokemon on Ingress. This makes sense. This makes a lot of sense. I mean, aside from the fact like people have pointed out that Ingress did have like more features and there was more to do, but obviously you have to appreciate that this is a very early point in Pokemon yeah. Go. Yeah. They've already said they're going to be having weekly cool. updates, yeah. which is fantastic. I need to ask a couple of questions, right? Because okay. I'm, I'm a Poke noob. Like this, I'm sure I'm going to get some abuse for this, but I've never actually played a Pokemon game before. So, oh my god, just yeah. throw the ball at them. Is that yeah? What you so do? Well, not so in the game you don't, but in in Pokemon in this, Go you yeah, do. Yeah, because I feel like I thought it was more, you know, a battle system. Or so, the, so the, <laughs> you're like battering. Yeah, no, but yeah. No, I thought I'd have to throw the ball at least several times, yeah. not just once. So, so this, this, this is the thing with Pokemon Go that it's it is very different from the original game because the original mm-hmm. game it's like an exploration RPG where you go around and when you come across a Pokemon in the wild, you have to use a Pokemon that you've got already to basically like kick take, the shit out of it. Yeah. Nice. Beat it to a pulp until you can Good trap game. it in a tiny two-inch orb yeah, right. where it sits in the dark until you bring it out of the orb and force someone it to oh, fight again. Yeah. So you imprison it. Yeah. It's a really horrible idea, but they're adorable and cute and they make cute noises. So it's a great game. Especially when but they're your slaves. Exactly. Yeah. Do my bidding, Raichu. <laughs> Just like throw them out on the ground. But the trouble with Pokemon Go, well, so if you strip it of this social aspect that we've been talking about, so probably the way that you've been playing it, Rory, mm-hmm. just you, it's essentially just a basic RPG stat grinder in the mobile version. So the whole idea here is that you want to get your Pokemon stronger. To make your Pokemon stronger, you have to catch more of the same Pokemon and then send those Pokemon, your spare ones, back to Professor Oak, who then gives you candy that you can use to level up the Pokemon right. you've got yeah. here. But so, to what end? So the stronger you become mm. you can then leave that Pokemon in a local gym. So that might be your right. local pub basically. It's like a local landmark. Yeah, yeah. And then it fights the other Pokemon. But, but the, the other players? Pokemon? Other players. So you choose a team when you start the game. Yeah. So right. the teams are uh, like basically red, yellow and blue. Mm-hmm. So then your goal is to have, like similar to what Ingress was, mm. uh, have your team controlling the gyms. Okay. So that's what we're saying yeah team valor red oh, so team a, are you just, out there we need you so it's way more team based than i thought it was i thought it was more just collecting well, well i mean pokemon uh, yeah individually yeah. that's yeah. what you're doing is collecting pokemon but i think at least for now the goal of collecting the pokemon is to put them in gyms and have your team control yeah. cool. a gym point. okay but to be honest like you can say it's not very effective if we're going to oh, use Pokemon language. Brilliant. In that, like, brilliant. Over, <laughs> over, over time, it is going to get dull. They need to start adding in the elements from mm-hmm. the original game. Because at the moment, what's keeping it afloat is the novelty of the social aspect for people who've never played Pokemon yeah. before and the nostalgia for people who have. Yeah. And 
Like, in the game, you had trading, you had proper battle systems yeah. and combat between, like, you could play against other players and stuff. Here, the battle system is really basic. It's essentially just, like, tap the screen a few times and there's no there's no real strategy to yeah. it. Yeah. So if they don't introduce those things, I, I do think that eventually the shine is going to wear off and people will start It's, it's kind of tough, though, it. because it, it'll be tough to combine those two game mechanics because at one point you've got, like... Uh, you've got this exploration game like capturing Pokemon with uh, augmented reality, which in itself is is almost its own game. Mm. And then what people are wanting it uh, to develop into, which is essentially a Pokemon game, like an RPG, like multiple move choices, you know, like similar like that. And those are two very individual games. Yeah, and I think the challenge will be finding a middle ground where yeah. you have a game where you're finding these Pokemon in the real world, but then once you found them, there's like a strong goal and things you can do with them. Right. So, for example, with Ingress, uh, you had a base, but it wasn't like a battling system. What you did was you kind of got points that you could spend on special attacks and things that you as a person, as a player, could ah. do to help you take these points, which was quite interesting because it meant you would... Um, get points in the real world and then you can save them up and use basically abilities like you would have your own abilities so it's like I don't know if that's the direction they're, they're going to take it in but I do agree they need it needs more worth to the Pokemon yeah. that you're well, catching I think I think that that can happen all they need to do is um, you know keep the actual catching of the Pokemon as just you know flick the ball catch mm. as many as you can but they just need to extend the social element by saying okay so you can battle against your friends and so you can sit down somewhere and they can use the augmented reality so you can see your pokemon like going up against theirs in like right, a yeah, real yeah. space room oh, that'd be cool. and then just have like they can do like the whole have a slightly different combat system and do it in like a series of gesture based controls so if you want your oh, bulbasaur like infinity blade or yeah something. so if you want your bulbasaur to do like a vine whip just like whip your finger across the screen yeah. and then you'd see it like go like that and then and so it's it's fairly simple in that it's stripped back from the actual complicated system could work the- like nintendo already do a lot of augmented reality like the 3ds with you know how it comes with the cards that you place on the table and then you can mm-hmm. like play games around the cards right like something like that could work yeah. that could be really interesting what do you think the longevity of this game is though because bear in mind the last nintendo app died really quickly like well I say died nobody's talking about it or using it anymore there's the theory that if you put Pokemon on any product it will sell yeah and I think this is putting Pokemon on a product I think but that the product is also quite fun and enjoyable I think it's really helpful that it's on something that everybody has you know iOS or Android device and it's probably touching a lot of people who play Pokemon as a kid but haven't bought a 3DS and not interested in handheld gaming systems anymore but they have an iPhone Mm. and they're like oh well there's this free Pokemon game for it and that is that's caught up in the whole buzz of that but I'm just thinking how long until those people get bored of that nostalgia do you know that it's um, I think it was like yesterday it took over Twitter for daily unique users yeah. yeah it did that's and it wasn't yeah. even out in the UK yeah. at the yeah. time. It's right. incredible. Like, like it's, it is a phenomenon right now. Like the buzz of it is amazing. Yeah. I'm just questioning how long is this buzz going to last? Really? No, I mean you, you can't deny that it's profitable. It earned like 14 million Absolutely. US dollars in its first four days. But like, I mean, exactly like I said before, you know, there's there's so many things they need to fix for yeah. it to have longevity. Like the bug thing. Like 
it crashes constantly oh, really? when you're using it. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's really frustrating. Because like half the world are throwing little virtual yeah, Pokeballs on you know, your servers. It's, it's, the, it's the server like, I did. But the, the thing with mobile games is people, like, think about the amount of mobile games that come out every day on the App Store. Mm. There are thousands upon thousands because the barriers to entry are so low for developers. Yeah. So with normal, like, if you normally looked at the top 10 games on the top grossing and the top played, they're normally incredibly shiny. You know, it's your Candy Crush, your Clash of Clans. Like, there are no no bugs they are perfect it's so rare for a game to get into the top 10 to be downloaded this much and to be so buggy and it's because people are so forgiving because of the pokemon side of it but eventually like i said when that shine wears off people will see the glitches they will see the bugs and they'll just end up going it is unplayable because they're so used to playing games that are so well crafted well i haven't played it in the wild yet but you're in the wild (laughs) but Roy, you were saying earlier that it's a real battery drain as well yeah that would immediately put me off if i'm out because i do a lot of commute in and you know battery is precious mm-hmm. and if pokemon's draining it then that's oh you need, the a, you, need a, you need a portable charger well, i have one but i don't want to be constantly tethering that around with yeah. me as well but i think it's, it destroys it there, there's something they could maybe do working on how it uses battery yeah. usage like because mitomo was the same thing yeah. i think they already made a, a statement about it about battery okay. use yeah they're, they're, they're working on it okay that's good yeah. and they definitely need to help with the tutorials and stuff there's the moment, no explanation there's nothing i Just thought that was a beta thing when i started it uh and i was like oh maybe they'll like add the instructions later on and then i fired this one I was like, it's exactly the same. They don't tell you anything. I have like, no they don't idea. even really explain how to like throw like when you should be yeah, throwing the Pokeballs. About the circle. Yeah, about the Or just little things like CP. CP means combat points. Your right. combat points are tied to your level. So at the beginning, you'll get, you'll see Pokemon appearing that have very low combat points. And Trash then you CP. level up. And like <laughs> that, and the whole idea is, Dirt to, Pokemon. Yeah, is yeah. to gain your CP as time goes on. But you, there's no explanation of that. Like it's, it's little things like that that they really need to fix. But once they do, it's a bloody <sighs> fantastic game. I just love the fact that like it's a game that's so popular and people are going outside and like 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 so many people including myself have like found places around their hometown that they didn't Mm. even know existed because it's like marked as like special points on the map like people are bumping into each other who are playing the game dropping lures and like getting groups together I read um, I think it was Terry Schwartz in America said that um, some kids knocked on her door and were like Oh hey, sorry. There's a Bulbasaur in your back garden. Can we just come in like, and catch that's it? Awesome. Like you, how lovely is that? If you that? were told like 13 year old Rory yeah. that this was going to be a podcast, yeah. he'd be losing his mind. I was listening to a podcast, and uh, uh, the two people that were on it, they were hosting, said that they were like walking through the park playing like Pokemon Go. I think it was like quite late at night, and um, this like huge dude like came over to them and he looked like like pretty gangster like he had like sideways up I don't even think he's wearing a shirt and it was like really late and he's like six foot like five or something and he came like storming up to them and they were like oh this isn't gonna be good apparently he just went y'all seen a Dratini round here <laughs> and they're like no and he's like alright then and he just like took off with his phone like looking for a Pokemon I just that love that story so much yeah I it's just incredible that. I would have been gonna be people yeah going into the wrong neighborhoods yeah. looking for Pokemon yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a bunch of Team Rocket grunts who came to the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> just like tossing up their Pokeballs. Well, well, well. What do we got here? So needless to say, that is our lunchtime sorted. Oh, it's going to be great. going to be all over that. I'm so up for this. But as you've already touched on, so Dale, you really haven't played a lot of Pokemon. You haven't really watched the series. I, so I know pretty much nothing about Pokemon so I was I felt like I was just a bit too old when it first came out and it passed me by then and I've never really I'm not a massive Nintendo fan anyway I get a lot of 
I got a love abuse last time I was slanging off Zelda. So people know that. I'm not a massive Damn, Nintendo guy. Well deserved. I'm not well. a massive Nintendo guy. You know, we've all got our own opinions, but Pokemon is sort of passing me by. But this one is such a phenomenon. And because I'm now working in the industry, I've got to give it a go, haven't I, really? So Excellent. I downloaded it. But yeah, as for, I think I said in the office earlier, I know the names of about four Pokemon. That's about it. Well, well what do you do when you have two people who play Pokemon and one person that doesn't? You make them look like a fool on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so That's we so have printed out pictures Here of some go. Pokemon, and we're going to try and get Dale to guess their names. Oh. Now, yeah. I don't know what the best way to do this is. Hold, hold well, them up to the camera. Well, we'll hold I'll hold them up to the camera. And if you listen to the audio, make sure you check the video yeah, out as well. Yeah, so I reckon basically, like, so you <laughs> guys... This is going to be amazing. <laughs> so you guys who are listening at home, I guess, like, if you could work out potentially what Dale's trying to guess. Yeah, it's And then afterwards, wow. we'll tell you, we'll tell you, like, what the Pokemon is afterwards and then okay, everyone yeah, and then they'll know what well. it looks like, yeah. Exactly. This is going to be so funny. Okay, so I will go first. So Rory and I have chosen three each okay cool so what have I got to do to come up with their names is the first Pokemon yeah. I don't know why I didn't I was like hiding Sh- it show it to me first <laughs> okay. so this is what he looks like right. would you care to describe him to our lovely audio and listeners so, what do you think his name is and what do you think is the noise that he makes well I'm going to describe him first okay so he's a blue sort of I don't know, like a monster thingy with a <laughs> with a <laughs> monster thingy could describe literally every Pokemon. He's got like what looks like a palm tree on his head with like bits attached to leaves and stuff. And it, he's he's not got many teeth as well, bless him. No, oh, uh, actually. He's got more toenails than teeth. He does look like no, a herbivore, though. I can't imagine. Yeah. no dental in um, Kyoto. No. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have no idea what he's called, by the way. So I'm just gonna make up a name, and I'm gonna call him Blue Bastard. Blue <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> and what noise does Blue Bastard make? Like a. Um, imagine a really deep throat sort of gargling. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Pokemon that needs to be taken into the yard and shot in the face. That is not something like that should that. live. It's misery. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those of you guessing at home, I'm sure you could work this one out. That is Ivazor, the final evolution from Bulbasaur. Uh, Very good. Do you know Bulbasaur, like the tiny I've little heard the name Bulbasaur. Grassy. I've heard yeah. the name. Yeah. So it's Ivazor. Oh, no, sorry. Wait, what did I say? It's Bulbasaur, Ivazor, then Venusaur. This is yeah, Venusaur. Venusaur. This is Venusaur. So he's the final one. They Sounds like become... the Galvatron to the Megatron. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But he does have, he goes like, Ivazor. He's like a big, deep, deep So voice. it's kind of close. Yeah. It's good. Really yeah. Close. They, they basically, they start off really small and cute with like yeah. high voices. And the bigger they get, the deeper and gruffer and uglier they are. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny. because Jesus, he, what is that? If you watch <laughs> for the next oh, one. Yeah. Spoilers. Keep them, Spoilers. Keep them hidden. <laughs> it's funny because like the difference between like Pokemon and Digimon is like Pokemon just get like yeah. bigger and like usually uglier as they go on. Digimon, they digivolve instead of evolve right. and they just get more guns. Yeah. <laughs> more guns and more weapons. Well, I'm paying attention like, to the wrong franchise. Squirtle, yeah. Squirtle basically goes oh, yeah. by the Digimon he does, evolution. Yeah. Right. Anyway, right. Pokemon number two. You guys <laughs> can I love see this. this. Great. Jesus Ta-da! So, describe. <laughs> He, that's a pretty um, easy one to describe. Yeah. Looks like a hemorrhoid. <laughs> he's got, Again, most Pokemon. He's, he's got a very big tongue and he's pink. Or is it red? I don't know. I guess from the printer. Might, could be like, go either way. He kind of looks like a, like a mole rat. Does, like a hairless mole rat. He does. Yeah. Yes. He's got like one nail on his hand. Oh, yeah. yeah he's always giving you a weird. thumbs down. <laughs> he's having a terrible he's time. He's got very wide eyes. or so The gap between his eyes is very wide. <laughs> and a very... Like that tail looks... 
and cumbersome. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine having a tail like that. You'd be very back weighted, wouldn't yeah. you? Well, front weighted as well. Look at the size of that tongue. He could put the tongue away, though. He could put yeah. the tongue into it. Canny, where does that fall into? That rear end is built for like pokey twerking. <laughs> pokey <laughs> twerking. <laughs> oh, man. If pokey yeah. twerk isn't so, a hashtag yet, yeah, it should be. I'm making it. it here be. first. So I think the noise, I'm going to go noise first because I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's, it's obviously going to be tongue based. So I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor audio that listeners! Horrible. I apologise in advance. I think it was that visual sounded... as well. The way your tongue flinked like a oh, snake. Oh. Oh. That sounds like oh. a that sounds like a moth masturbating. That's what? horrible. <laughs> what? Like with this wing? Like, oh. but why a, masturbate? Uh, why not just flapping its wings? Or that? <laughs> uh, we probably should have mentioned. It just sounds like a moth. <laughs> moth masturbating. We probably should have mentioned that the the, the noises that Pokemon make are. Just just their names but in names. different voices oh, really? they can yeah. only say their names they can only say their names oh. that's why so Pikachu's probably... like Pikachu yeah Pikachu. I just thought he was very self-indulgent so, so what, what name did you give this guy <laughs> um, you can't just say tongue bastard no but I, I want to <laughs> um, chubby tongue face chubby <laughs> tongue face <laughs> just rolls off the tongue it's like Gene Simmons of Pokemon <laughs> Basically is, but pink and like a marshmallow because his name is Licky Tongue. Licky Tongue. And the noise he makes more literally. is Licky Tongue. Like that. Rubbish. I'm not using the tongue to its full advantage. Is that? There was a game that I was telling Alicia about it before we started, uh, like Pokemon Stadium. Right. Of, like first Pokemon games for the Nintendo 64. And it was it had a bunch of mini games. And one of them is where you control uh, Licky Tongue. And it's like a sushi go round. And you control these licking and you all have to like run around and like use your tongue to eat pieces of sushi. That's amazing. And you'd, sometimes you'd get like the wrong piece and he'd like turn green or red and he'd be like, Wah! like run around. It was incredible. Licking <laughs> tongue! But also, I was telling you, like, Pokemon Stadium was the first game to actually, it kind of invented shoutcasting and right. it didn't even realize that it did it. Okay. Because it had like, uh, you could do like 3D Pokemon battles in it, which was really cool. Uh-huh. But there was this like American like shoutcaster that would like narrate the match, like what, like, like an announcer. And he had all these really cool like one liners. And so it was like, when a Pokemon would get destroyed with like a special move, he'd yeah. be like, and it's a one hit wonder <laughs> and all this stuff. And it's like, that's basically just what shoutcasting is now. I thought that was hilarious. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. So we'll move on to our next Pokemon. This one's very, very easy to identify. So that I mean, was a good Jesus. choice, by the way. Really I good think, choice. I think I right. went for some of the weirder ones. Yeah. Not I'm that you would I'm know. Quite, the I'm questioning the like the, the biology of this creature because <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be made of, of primarily metal. Yes. Two mm-hmm. magnets on the side of his face. I say face. It's a round ball with an eye <laughs> and two screws randomly. Oh no, three screws. One it's in his industrial, head. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, he is. So he looks like like Frankenstein. If Doctor Frankenstein tried to make a I'm going to say his name mm-hmm. is Screwface Magnetron. Screwface Magnetron. Screwface is a for a Pokemon. Or actually, no. Maybe it should be Screwface Cyclomagnetron. Get the Cyclop bit in as well. I quite like the Cyclomagnetron. Cyclomagnetron. Jesus Christ, that's hard to say. So I'd imagine his noise is... So he has to say his name, right? So I'm going to go... Trying to make it sound as metallic as possible. <laughs> Stark Alt Magnetron. Um, you're like surprisingly close with that one. Yeah. So that is called a Magnetron. It's actually called Magnetron. Yeah, it's called Magnetron. I just said that one. Yeah. 
People think I'm going to be. Oh, they're going to think I'm cheating. I honestly don't know. I'll give you that one. I will absolutely give you that one. That was class. Yeah. I mean, Cyclops. What's the noise he makes? What's the noise makes? Uh, it is quite it is basically what you did like quite Ooh. I can't do like a magnet voice but it's like magnetron yeah. <laughs> very like staccato so delivery <laughs> look at the very least you've got one that's really impressive you did that that is genuinely awesome. impressive no it's good right so number three this is if you guys have played the games at home good lord oh my god this You'll is the most it. irritating oh, Pokemon Jesus. in the world if I just say repel you, yes. that's the first Pokemon you will think of <laughs> so it's a bat <laughs> it doesn't yeah. look very creative this one it looks like they didn't really think about this they just made a bat and then took his eyes away mm-hmm. made his legs really long like mm-hmm. stupid long yeah so I'm gonna call him stretchy batman stretchy <laughs> batman <laughs> with no eyes I don't know if they can get the copyright on batman <laughs> oh, no. right, stretchy bat dude then bat thing whatever go bat thing he's got very stretchy legs though I really, yeah, I really want to see this version of Pokemon because you know how they always, when they like first throw out the Pokemon, there's always this really epic. They're like, "Go, yeah. Pikachu, but turn the hat, go, stretchy yeah. Batman, dude, <laughs> stretchy Batman." Um, as for noise, blimey, um, I imagine, imagine it's some sort of like echolocation thingy, Sonic thing. Ah, I, that's how cool. I replicate that, I have no idea. You know what's really funny, actually? <laughs> I assume these are like bits of a tail, but I just thought those look like just two really long legs. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, like peg legs. Like, <laughs> what is it? Like, so, it's very close to the name of the creature in real life. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're, you're, you're so half like there with bats. Close. Okay, so you're half there with bats. So blind bat, uh, <laughs> leg bat. <laughs> Cricket bat. Um, uh, <laughs> Sonic Bat? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. No, well, it's called Zubat. Okay. I would have never got that in a million years. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like the most, it's one of the most garbage oh, Pokemon awful. in the world. It's, it's basically, you, you catch them in caves. Okay. Which are frustrating enough because mm-hmm. they're usually dark and like really hard to navigate. And it's like every five steps, you'll just be like, you'll hear, the battle thing is like another Zubat, like another Zubat. They just like flock at you. And they're just, yeah, they literally run around your head so you have to repel them. And then it's the noise they make when they first appear yeah it's like it's different in the games to in the tv series yeah so how the, do you do it in the in the games they like, kind of make like obviously it's like eight bit noises and things so they just have to do like screeches or like horrible noise yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i really stretched me doing yeah. that i'm not mariah carey she has an in- incredible high note where she can hit that, doesn't she? Like no other human being ever could hit that note. All I want for Christmas Zuba. is zoo. Zoo. Oh. <laughs> well, we know what we're doing for our Christmas special video. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one zoo bat I need. Next Pokemon. This one is... I think it was my brother's favorite Pokemon. Really? So we'll see if you can guess its what? name. How do they get around? This is the evolution of a Pokemon that's just one of them. Okay. And then when it evolves, it's in its final form, it's three of them. Okay. They all pop up. So, so I guess they like pop underground. There's a lot of speculation it. though as to what is going on <laughs> underground. <laughs> These may be a series of penises. We're not entirely sure. It's if like this Easter is the Island. Of- like what is going on yeah. beneath the ground? Uh, so it looks like three pieces of poo with <laughs> eyes and nose and they're in the ground. So I don't know how... Um, you guessed it. Poopamon. How, how, <laughs> how maneuverable they truly are. Um, so you're saying it's one Pokemon, not three. 
It's one. That's one Pokemon. But they got three faces. There's a couple Pokemon that have like four heads or like okay. two bodies. Yeah, they do seem to all converge into one tumor. Yeah. Like there's even one. I actually think about. It, I should have picked it. It's called uh, Slowpoke. Okay. And basically, it's the one before it, a slow bro. Except now there's <laughs> another thing on its tail eating it. Yeah, it's really huh. horrible. It's like that's all it it's is. Totally that's eaten alive. And it looks like he can't. He's like the Hodor of Pokemon. Yeah. He's just like Slowpoke, Slowpoke. <laughs> So, and I guess that's brand there, not his yeah. tail carrying him around. <laughs> I'm going to call these guys uh, Poo Bros. The Poo Bros. And as for noise, blimey, this could get lewd. Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess. <laughs> just, <laughs> I don't know what that was. I just <laughs> I've got so many text noises now saved in the audio file of this book. Poo Bros. <laughs> Imagine they say Poo Bros a lot. Poo Bros is like that needs to be one of our new Slack chat channels. <laughs> Poo Bros. Oh my gosh. I don't know why it sounds like they're trying to summon the demons, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no idea. So, as you could guess, we are talking about the lovely Pokemon Doug Trio. Oh. Yeah, so the first one is Douglet. Doug, no, Diglett. 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 <laughs> Douglet. <laughs> and then you have uh, Doug Duo and right. Doug Trio. Yeah, oh. you see what they did there? It's a complex Wait system. Wait a second. It's a all coming yeah. together. Yep, yep. So well done. I mean, Poo Bros. Poo Bros was pretty close. Yeah, it was good. It was good. You got that. They're angry as well. They really are angry. Oh, do you want to know something that's going to ruin your life? Oh, God. Everyone listening to the podcast, this is going to ruin your life. So if you're listening to the podcast, what I want you to do is go on your Safari on your phone or your app, your browser, load up a picture of a Diglett, look at it, and usually like what you see is a Diglett with like a shiny nose. Right. But... As soon as someone points out that it looks like a diglet with just one tooth in its mouth, look, that's all you see is like an open mouth with one tooth. And it ruins it. It's ruined the way oh I look at gosh, diglets that's now. Oh my gosh, so true. Every time I see them, I see diglets so with true. like three open mouths. And I've, you can never unsee uh, it. That's weird. That's really true. But I also oh, have yeah. just, I've just thought of, for our <coughs> Pokemon Christmas themed special, there is another theme song we can have. Diglett, the red nose Pokemon. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of works. It kind of works. I like the big tooth as opposed to the nose. Oh, really? Yeah, I kind of like the big tooth as well. It looks pretty good. Makes it cuter. That is actually quite cute. Yeah, Yeah. it's like it's always going, ah, ah, ah. Well, for our final very cute Pokemon in this amazing quiz, it's... This one right here, okay. which looks like a bootleg Pikachu. Like that's they're, they're trying say. to avoid the rights, uh, like the copyright. I was gonna say, I assume that's um, a form of Pikachu. That's he's like, a, see, he's a smart man. I well, think you're trying to basically Pikachu. tell me, though, but yeah, look at it. Um, just, they just gave it a big tail. So, but it looks like he's got more of a lightning thing going on. Like Pikachu has, like, doesn't he have a lightning bolt tail or something? He does. Uh, yeah. He does. So now it looks more like a thunderbolt. Mm. So I'm gonna call him. <laughs> uh, Thundergun Express. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thundergun Express. Thundergun Express. What noise does Thundergun Thunder Express, Express make? make? We'll come back for you. <laughs> so, Thunder. That's what I imagine he makes. I hope this Pokemon is not hanged on. <laughs> that actually would work with the Express, with the Choo, like Choo Choo Train. Oh, yeah. Thunder Choo. Thunder Choo. In actual fact, this is Raichu, which Raichu. is the evolution of Pikachu. And basically makes the same noise as Pikachu but a lot deeper it goes Raichu okay 
You did pretty well. I'm going to give you. Yeah. I'm going to give you one out of six Exorcist. in our Pokemon. Course. That's Again. more than I expected to get. You know what? You know what is your homework for the next week's podcast? There is okay. a song that they used to play uh, during or after the the Pokemon cartoons. Okay, which is called the Pokey Rap. Did you ever hear the Pokey Rap? <laughs> no. It is the greatest thing in the world. So basically, it's like a rap song that raps through all 150 of the first Pokemon. <gasps> right. Like, when I was a kid, I used to know this rap, like, off by heart. Oh, my gosh. You could just rap through, like... Do as much like, as you can I do now. Say, you still miss Okay, okay. okay. So it's beat? like... So the first one was like, I want to be the best that ever was to beat all the best. Yeah, that's my cause. Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Rattata, Fearow, Pidgey, Sea King, Jolteon, Dragonite, Ghastly, Ponytail, Vaporeon, Poliwag, Butterfree. And then I would go through like, oh, like, oh, that's awesome. that's good. thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> one of these days I'll play it and I'll just try and sing along because there's a point in it where it all goes to shit and no one knows what's happening. It's just like all these Pokemon, you're like, hey, what are we going see one that one this guy him over there like it's just crazy <laughs> that's amazing uh, so homework awesome. homework deal you just well I don't need to a month, I just heard it I want like a month from now for all of us to be on this <laughs> oh, podcast no, again rap <laughs> doing <laughs> the pokey <laughs> rap <laughs> yeah. so, so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one out of six okay. nice. which is like it's pretty admirable can like, we move on from Pokemon now yeah, I think no, so we I think we've, we've, got, we've got a lot of Pokemon sorry if you guys just at home don't like Pokemon this is like you know what if they don't like Pokemon they're gonna hopefully like our other favorite game at the moment which is yeah. overwatch yes so overwatch the office obsession mm-hmm. apart from pokemon go now apparently yeah but uh, we play overwatch every lunchtime all of it and now this week they announced a new character dun, dun, dun. so she's called anna and she's a support sniper and you both have you seen the video yeah yes what she's do you badass. think? Are you so play Zana? She's Farah's mum, is that right? That's is right. that confirmed? Yeah. She's 60 awesome. years old as well. Six, she looks yeah. great. She does look yeah. great. I hope I look like that good when I'm six. Gosh. So her weapons, she's got a biotic rifle. So uh, mm-hmm. from what I could gather from the video, she could, when you shoot the rifle, if you shoot someone on your team, you heal them. But when you shoot someone on the enemy team, you do damage to them. Yeah. Which is, so it's not switching between weapons, it's, which I think is a really I really idea. hope that that's an automatic thing and it's not like press R3 to swap. No, no, no. I that. totally think it is. Like, yeah, if you shoot someone on your team, you heal them. And that is going to change the game big time because you yeah. can have someone off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Helping people like support. on a payload or yeah. something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then her, her ultimate, I think it's the ultimate, is the, the nano boost. So you can actually like soup up some someone else on the I team. I assumed her ultimate was the last one. Is it? I'm not. So I've got here. So uh, biotic grenade. She's got, and then she's also got the the tranquilizer as well. Yeah, so I thought the not- tranquil was the end because that was the last no, thing they did. I don't. But that, no. Lots of people have got like um, what's his name. Ah, McCree's got the the concussive like grenade thing, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, so. but this this sleep thing could be something. It, it could, could be actually, like ten seconds could, or something. It really. could be because that that would be a really annoying thing yeah. for yeah. to bash that, out all the time as a normal ability. I don't know. Any is there any ultimates where they only affect one person? I feel like ultimates you can usually affect lots of people. Ultimates that affect one person. Um, mm. I am trash as Genji, so my ultimates affect no one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the dragon aims to consume as many yeah. people as he can. Yeah. <laughs> the dragon's hungry, but he I can't get, consume anyone. I get to feel like the nano boost, if it soups up that person enough, it turns them into like a rec- one man wrecking yeah. machine. So that to mm. me, that looks like it's got to be a, like super ultimate. soldier. Yeah. It's basically like a stat boost plus status effect. But she did, in the video, she does it to Reinhardt and he just like annihilates Wrecked. three people. He in, took out a, yeah. it was, I think it was, 
maybe either a bastion turret or a torbjorn turret just yeah. ran up and like smashed yeah. it it was great so so what are we thinking we're, we're up for giving her a go i'm definitely up for, I, I think it's really cool that it's an extra support character as yeah, well because totally, yeah. like the the thing that i've loved about overwatch is shaking up gameplay in these kind of multiplayer shooters of mm-hmm. just introducing support is something that you really want to do mm-hmm. and once again they've added like a whole new element with her of like the idea of a sniper that's a support range and kind support. of like this yeah. range right, and like and I know there's all these new techniques and tactics that are completely changing in my head what I expect from yeah. a first person shooter so like I just love that they're carrying on being creative and I'm, challenging I'm most excited because uh, out of the support characters I, pl- I like to play Mercy every now and again but it's a very different game when you play Mercy and some yeah. days I feel up for it some days I just want to yeah. be out of attack but then uh, Zenyatta is pretty cool as well yeah. Well, but he's got some like range support as well, yeah. like throwing the orb. He's got the, yeah, the how many orb and the discord orb. He's the more offensive support character of the like Mercy's. Mercy, I'd say. Why? Is what most, did he say? But, yeah. <laughs> oh, you should hear the stuff. Die, bitches! Just like throwing <laughs> his balls and everyone's whole, faces. This whole like peaceful thing he's got going yeah. on of experience, tranquility. Yeah. It's all a ruse. <laughs> yeah. You should see him at the club on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> experience violence. <laughs> 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 yeah. is Experience depravity yeah. down at the strip club. Just like Molly's. In his hands, just like giving them to children. Yeah. It's like, Zenyatta, no, no. No one wants to experience you. <laughs> Put the trench coat back on. You're in a park, oh, for God's sake. Who's the other? So it's Lucio. It's Lucio. Lucio. I cannot Lucio get on with. Lucio, I can't play. Let's spice. break it down. Yeah, he's yeah. hard. He's really hard because you've got the whole, he's really hard to hit because he needs to move around a lot. Yeah. So that's, that's one of his pluses, but it also means you're trying to hit other people, but you're like moving loads. So to yeah. aim yeah. with him, I find really difficult. I'm a I'm a big uh, trophy hunter, as mm-hmm. people might know, mm-hmm. and so I like to go through the Overwatch characters and try and get their trophies. I like use that as a goal as well as the game. And one of Lucio's is uh, kill three people while you're war running in one war run. Wow. It's like that is impossible. Really I literally saw uh, I was watching a YouTube video this morning of someone trying to do that. Yeah. Apparently, the best way to do it, tips for all you trophy hunters out there, is to actually instead. Uh, he's got a move which kind of like bumps people and like pushes them. So yeah. if you're doing capture points, Hi. if you push people off the edge so they fall off right. and then just do wall running while they right. I have falling. seen a video of that will oh, constantly like, he falls down but he wall runs his way back up into the thing. Oh, that's right. cool. But I'm just saying yeah. like it means that when the person dies you're wall yeah. running so yeah. it's like that counts oh, as the kill. Yeah, 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 that's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, I always praise Overwatch because obviously a lot of people kind of look at it as like a bit of a clone or an evolution from Team Fortress 2. But one of my problems with Team Fortress 2 was that they had a medic class that not a lot of people wanted to play. No. There wasn't a, too much you could do yeah. with it aside from just healing people. And I think they've done a fantastic job about making the you know, the support characters and the healers yeah. really interesting and like fun yeah. to play. I honestly think one of the smartest things that Overwatch does, and it's, I don't hear many people talking about it, is turning assist kills into actual kills. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, right. so, you, so any assist kill, is it just registers as a kill. So you yeah. feel like you've done something. Yeah. And when you're Mercy and you're healing somebody and they kill somebody, you get that assist kill, but it just chalks up as a kill. So yeah. you still feel like you're really contributing as well. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just standing back healing people. You're really you're contributing to the violence as well. Completely. You know, the, the attack. Like Call of Duty started going down that road with the most recent one where if you get enough like assists, you get like a special medal. For yeah, saying, like a like, percentage. But you still, you still feel like you're like ah, oh, it just it doesn't register like yeah. with this yeah by just calling them eliminations yeah mm-hmm. it completely circumvents that and it and it puts it on I've never played a first person shooter that feels so team based yeah. like you really for the very first time this is such a communal game compared to any other like battlefield anything that's come before yeah. it 
it's 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 an incredible game and um i'm looking forward to playing anna yeah although but i'm not looking forward to the first week when everybody is playing as anna which yeah. i imagine will happen yeah. well that's one of the great things that they're bringing to rank <clears throat> plays that you can't stack champions anymore yeah. so goodbye teams of five torbjorns Mm. Sadness. And if any of you guys think you're playing Torbjorn, you're wrong. <laughs> that's my territory. I like to build them up and break them down. So that's my job. But the other, the other interesting thing that came with this Anna trailer. So anyone who's super into Overwatch will know the kind of mythology and the storyline that's that's also mm. weaved into it. Which is the other element that I love about the game that they've these characters have such depth and backstories of their own. And there's a little secret that was kind of posted in. Anna's trailer and it was a really really quick flash mm. um, halfway through the video where it's, it was basically a load of code like a load of numbers and some very smart person on Reddit with a lot of time on their hands went through they found that um, 23 was the key to decipher this code interestingly 23 would be the next number of the characters there'd be 23 characters the ah. next character after this is introduced and the wording translates to I can't remember the exact wording, but it's something like she's going to be the. Well, doesn't it say the word samba? No, samba. well, that, so that it's, sorry, it's, it's, a, it's a repeated it's a repeated phrase in Spanish that translates to something saying how she's going to be yeah. something something something, and mixed in with all that phrase repeated over and over again, there's som halfway at the beginning. And at the end, there's like a ba, bra, and if you yeah. put them together, obviously it's Sombra. And Sombra's name has been floating around loads and loads of stuff for weeks and weeks and weeks. In fact, we thought that this revelation of Anna, we thought this was going to be Sombra, and a totally, lot of people yeah. thought that Sombra was going to be re- revealed as, you know, Farah's yeah. mother and stuff, but actually it's turned out to be Anna. Well, there was the word that she, there, Sombra was a support sniper character anyway, so it seemed like they, that was this character. Yeah, but, but, then but it's not. It's not. Yeah. But so I'm wondering, so, ne- so now everyone's saying, you know, oh, you know, this, this is clear that Sombra is going to be the next character coming in I'm wondering whether Sombra is actually a character at all I think this might be a bit of a mm. a wild red goose herring. chase yeah so Sombra, Sombra means Sombra means shadow in no, I mean she's actually a red herring in the game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a magic carp you can just use splash and just slap. like wet fish club around people's yeah. face I'd love it if like everyone's in like the loading dock at the start the doors open everyone takes off but you're like in your tank just like going back and forth like you could just jump out and you die immediately like the like, magic carp yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if they do all of this lore stuff and everyone's like drawn off these like backstories like who it's going to be yeah. and it's like new champs revealed soldier 77 it's like it's his dad and just like yeah. another like guy with a gun like it'd be dun, so dun, good. no but I, I I do I I love that there's this kind of um because obviously you know there's always new characters and updates introduced to the game but I love that they're weaving it into this really incredible storyline and this wild goose chase and that there's these easter eggs that are being hidden in trailers and stuff but yeah I do wonder whether Sombra's Maybe not a character. Maybe this Maybe. is kind of some sort of initiative or like a new mode or like a, like what what could Shadow mean? Like what's the... I don't know. It's, it's cool that everyone's talking about it. It's cool. I mean, I'm sure it's Blizzard thinks theories. that as well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Love it. Nice. Love I'm it. forward to Anna. So, uh, something else that was done this week it was a bit of a team effort really I'm so uh, upset I wasn't here for this honestly well yeah I I missed the actual final voting but I was there for the initial discussions in the pub was uh, we've just recently discussions in the pub well that's how it started how every great feature starts yeah we've uh, posted an article on the site this week called top 25 uh, sitcoms but it's actually British sitcoms as well and uh, it's just a quick one really just to encourage people to check this out because I think it's such a good list that we've put together and obviously Mm -hmm. 
You don't want to give away. You don't want to give away. No, absolutely not. But everyone's going to have their own opinions, and I'm sure there's going to be. Is that the list? Yeah, this is the list. Can I see? Oh, yeah. No, this is actually interesting because Rory was not involved in making it. So he can have a look at our order and the stuff that's on it. Oh, you're wrong already. <laughs> Terrible. Well, that's the thing, though. Everyone, it's a collective decision. you should know yeah. IGN's wrong, so you should go into the comments of this article <laughs> and kick off. This Let is, them know. This is hilarious, because, so, Dale was talking to Cooper at the beginning. He was like, so how should we let him work? It's just, he's got B positive exclamation <laughs> mark. So what does say? Kick off. <laughs> go in the comment section and be negative. Encur- encourage conversation. I did that. Yeah? I did that. Uh, what else? I love, like, the first thing I see on the list is... Gavin and Stacey submitted by Gav of bloody course it is <laughs> but I think uh, it's a really interesting list because already the comments are, are lining up with everybody else has got their own suggestions yeah and well I don't see IT crowd but, but yeah that, that's a big one that pops up all the time but if you uh, if you just saw what our initial were like we had like 50 or so yeah start, we did we had and loads. it was about Whitland down and unfortunately you know something's got to give so yeah it's a and, it was, and, and, and so the thing that we really like debated a lot was is it the top 25 best sitcoms or the top 25 funniest and the trouble is yeah. there is actually a distinction between that absolutely. like there absolutely yeah. is so there were ones that um yeah kind of didn't make the list even though they're brilliant sitcoms in their own right because we basically constructed this list on what made us laugh i think that's that's that was i the think eventual. that's the core of it is that what, yeah. what you enjoy at the end of the yeah. day i mean you can look at something and say oh yeah that that was like hancock's half hour is like supremely important in the way sitcoms are in this day like how they evolved but did I personally enjoy it? no is it good? no, <laughs> no but, I think it's, yeah. but there is levels of I, I, importance yeah. as it's well it's not just like, comedy yeah. it's like, like what it did to change I think it was Only Fools and Horses like, I'm a huge fan of that show but I know Gav wasn't a big fan of it yeah. but I'm sure he still acknowledges the importance you know how pivotal it is in the development yeah. of like so it's about, it's about weighing up all these different aspects and then trying to find a good middle ground and I mean I personally think this is a, a great list. I, th- I, I, I agree well. with the majority of the order I, as well. I think it's good. And, and I'm passionate about British comedy. You should definitely check it yeah, out. Yeah, I think most people might will agree with the list. Maybe not the order, but the list is, I think, yeah. there's, there's some great... I think that order is always really tricky but, to thrash out. But yeah, if you want to see what was voted number one, make sure you check out IGN.com. Yeah. yeah. Woo! Yeah. So moving on, one of the, the really fun things we did recently was to celebrate the new season of Game of Thrones. We actually talked about it on the podcast. We did a Game of Thrones quiz here in London. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for everyone that came yeah. down. It was an absolute blast. Uh, we asked a whole bunch of questions. There were no spoilers. Don't worry. You don't have to turn off the podcast. <laughs> there were no spoilers really on uh, on season six, but there was kind of coverage of all the seasons and some lore, stuff mm-hmm. from the books, stuff on mm-hmm. the actors that we talked about. So we thought it would be fun for those of you who couldn't make it to the quiz to answer some of the questions that we asked that fateful night. <laughs> That makes it sound like it was stormy. It and, was. and there was a man in the corner with a pipe whose face was only illuminated when he inhaled. Uh, Aragon! Oh, yeah, I know. Wrong franchise. I just, I just love that. I just love that, dude. Uh, so, I don't know. Dale, have you, have you, do you know these answers? Well, you I was at the quiz, and if it's from the video round, then I know all the answers. Yeah. I made that round. Unfortunately, it was not the video round. Some of these are your questions, are also, so I'd yeah. like to hope that you know the answers uh, for them. I... Full disclosure, I was uh, a test for a couple of rounds as well, so I might know the answers okay. because of that. Okay. I must also might know the answers. I love that this podcast has turned into Quizdale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, quiz it has today, isn't it? Quiz so, okay, so what we'll do is I'll ask the question. I'll give you the options. Okay. We'll give it about five seconds for the people at home to have a lovely little thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then I'll drop the crab hammer, and and Dale, you'll have to the what hammer? The crab hammer. What's the crab hammer? 
I don't know, something from the Pokemon drinking game. <laughs> Which is also really fun. If you're over the age of 18, Google Pokemon drinking game. I've never played this. So it's, it's a board game that you can print off. And we're back on Pokemon. Know, yeah, we're back. It's like 40 minutes talking about Pokemon. It's, it's a board game you can print off with like squares and you all pick little pieces and roll the dice. You move uh-huh. around the board and it's all Pokemon themed. You have to beat the Elite Four. It's incredible. We should play this. Tonight. It was Why like my university it? game. And at the end, you have to beat the Elite Four and catch the legendary birds. And the end is like insane. People like shotgunning beers, like taking shots. Like it's madness. Dale, this it's is a great be, game. This, today is your education. We're going Pokemon hunting at lunch. We're playing the Pokemon board game after work. We're singing the Pokemon right. rap. Yeah. I can be our right. outro for this week. I'll just rap until yes. the music kicks in. I'll be your beat. Um, what a day. Uh, okay, so the first question <laughs> in the Game of Thrones theme. Uh, where was Rob Stark born? Okay, I... Number A. Pretty sure I know the answer The, the Irie, Irie, Irie. 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 Game of Thrones noob over here. <laughs> uh, River Run is B. Mm-hmm. Or C. <clears throat> Winterfell. Okay. The North. So, decide at home. We should have like... Should we just do the... Yeah. Dun. Dun 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 dun. River Run. Ding ding ding. River Run is correct. <laughs> Did you know this one, or was Alan yeah, in the dark? Yeah. Okay, that's a pretty easy one. They do get substantially more difficult. Okay, question number two. What is Sir Davos's colloquial name? Is it A? Colloquial. <laughs> <laughs> oh Why can't God. you talk? God damn it! You don't do the reading and the talking very well. I'm so tired. I've been <laughs> in a field. I've been words. in a field with screaming children. I've been up at six every morning. What was that to- Irish name that you mispronounced? One. McLeod. Is it the Leek Lord, the Onion Knight, or Sir Davos Sweetworth? Which is a very clever pun. Spoilers. And audience to decide in. Dun, 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 dun. The Onion Knight. It is Yay! the Onion Knight. I don't think there's anybody who doesn't watch Game of Friends wouldn't get that one. I actually yeah. didn't get it. What? But only because I think who was it was doing this round of the was, quiz? Yeah, that was my question. Was that yours? Mm-hmm. Like, was we been playing so much uh, Dark Souls with Prepare to Try? The, the Onion Knight is a character. Yeah. Right. So I was like joking. It's like ah, it's okay. like the Onion Knight, <laughs> or is it Solaire? Yeah. Uh, but it's like the Onion Knight. I was like, oh. Damn. So what did you think it was? Did you think it was Sir Davos Swedeworth? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that is an amazing film. Wait, well done for coming up that one. That's yeah, really good. Me and my friends are kind of laughing about uh, how when we realized Sir Davos kind of sounds like Sean Connery. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a Geordie. If you ever come back here again, <laughs> he's a Geordie. Red October standing by. Rory, I will hang you myself. Do you know the Geordies and Scottish? People? I do know the difference between Geordies <laughs> and Geordies, but only because I've had the pleasure of watching the Geordie Shore. Um, <laughs> question number three: the, jum- the drummer from which band played a drummer at the Red Wedding? Mm. Ooh, ding dong, ding ding ding. Time is up. What's your answer, Dale? Coldplay. Coldplay oh. is correct. Mm. You're slaying Almost it. as if he's had this quiz <laughs> yeah. before. And was at the quiz yeah. and planned the quiz <laughs> and did a round at the quiz. Let's just assume I know the answers. I hope I hope people like at home, oh, people at home should totally be keeping a record at their scores and then should email in and let us know how they Let did. us know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be that guy that's like, I got six out of six uh, because I'm amazing. <laughs> Even if you got six out of six, just say you got five out of six. <laughs> then we'll believe you. Uh, Peter Dinklage plays Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones. But in which film did someone call him an angry elf? Oh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
Correct. Mm, well yes. done. This kind of answers in the, the yeah, the answer. Yeah, the answer is in the question. But you, you know, you might think, well, that's that's too obvious. So go for something else. Also, that's kind of like dangerous territory. You need to be careful what movie you call someone an angry elf. It's like <laughs> you'd think it was hopefully because he's dressed as an elf. Uh, I'm sure, we read the script before. <laughs> uh, in High Valyrian. Valgar, Valar Margulis. Shut up, Dale. <laughs> Val, Valar Margulis means. You're right. I literally, I got back. For, I was in a forest at this point yesterday. This is how much That's like cushion time it was. Valar Margulis means A, what is dead may never die. B, all men must die. Or C, winter is coming. Time's up. All men must die. That is correct. It is almost men must die. That's also a pretty easy one. I'm hoping everyone at home got that one. That'd be utter shame. Oh, you should read this one. That's a shame. Because you did this one in the quiz and I really enjoyed your pronunciation. I put a list on the spot. No! Fine. I had to prove myself in front of you jerks. Oh, I should already regret this. <laughs> when in season four, Daenerys arrives in Marine and a champion is. is sent out to challenge her, he cries in Valyrian. Oh, God. Go on, Rory. Birjan Vavi Dembla Ivao Trezi Eme Verge Espo Jimmy Umisa Ismes Mininihi Siau Tubitazuz Espo Tomistos. Where's all that connotation coming from? I assume <laughs> that's exactly how it's said. If you translate it, like, you've got to now read all of these in exactly the same intonation. <laughs> what does this mean? Does it mean. Return from whence you came, you pretender queen. How dare you ride here without bringing any tomatoes? <laughs> or does it mean, B, halt, who goes there? Speak quickly or you will find yourself well acquainted with the edge of my blade. Or C, I fart in your general direction, son of a window dresser. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. Um, Which can it be? <laughs> da, 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 Time's up. And the answer was, I'm not going to read it all out, but it was one from Monty Python. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Which I, again, during the quiz, had no idea of. And I, I, I would have done very badly yeah. in that quiz. That was an amazing team. I remember we were marking, and yeah. like they were just getting like 12 out of 12s on like rounds. They were amazing. They were just it was like really, really hard questions. So... What I don't quite get is, like, how was this translated? Is Valerian, like, an actual language that can so, be... So, Valerian, I mean, George R. R. Martin didn't do a Tolkien and actually create all his languages yeah. from scratch. So, when he handed it over to the TV series, the TV series were like, well, we've got to do all these languages. So they brought in a linguist to, like, write wow. for the show. That's and, so um, cool. There was really cool stuff. So, they, they did want to put in some Easter eggs into, like, the translation. So, on this bit with Miss Ande... When Daenerys turns to Missandei, it's just like, well, translate what this guy just said. Missandei like refuses to translate it. <laughs> so you only know because there was an interview with the showrunners. And, um, apparently they had to like invent the word hamster in like High Valerian nice. just for that running gag. But they Easter had one egg. for elderberries. Priorities, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like stuff like, like Dothraki, like all the, all the languages are invented for the TV show. And so now you can learn them and you can speak them. There are sites. This, this is where I got all the, all the questions from. I went on like, like the learn Dothraki site and was like going oh through gosh. and like Googling. Because I know you can learn Klingon like yep. as a verbal language. Yep. Like, you I can think learn that's Elvish. 
You can learn Elvish. You can learn Elvish. Oh, wow. yeah. That's amazing. I've got a bonus question for you, Rory. Oh, no. What does Daenerys say to instigate the dragons to get them to destroy somebody? Ooh, I what don't word? Know. She says In one Valerian? word. Yeah, she says one word. I, I don't know what it translates to, but uh, what word? She says Dracaris. Dracaris. Uh, yeah. Wait, no, isn't that just one of their names? No, it's no, Drogon. That's like, um, uh, um, I can't remember what the rest of them yeah, are called. That's just like, that's like burn yeah, yeah, shit yeah, up yeah. in Valerian. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it probably translates to like attack or get. Probably, or maybe. <laughs> <get him. laughs> Dracaris just sounds like draconian, like dragons. So It might be, yeah. So they might just, she might just literally be saying like, Dragons. Dragons. Yeah. I, I, I didn't research this question, by the way. It was just off the top of my head. Yeah. I love, I love kind of like those like big universes that create their own languages and things yeah, like that. When, cool. when I was a kid, I read this book series. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It was like the Artemis Fowl books. Yeah, right. of yeah, course. I know the answer. Like they were really, really cool. I read a whole bunch of them when I was a kid, and basically each book would have its own language, which is kind of fairy. And like along the bottom of every page was like these like illegible like patterns and symbols and things mm-hmm. but in the book there would always be one passage written in fairy and then that later that they would decipher and then it, it like the passage would always include like almost every letter of the alphabet right. so then if you worked that out oh, you then you could work out go through the whole book and That's read this cool. whole passage That's really cool figuring that out as a kid That's blew crazy. my mind it was absolutely crazy That's awesome. so if you can speak any weird fictional <laughs> languages Please email us in a voice uh, chat or, you know, if you're offering yes. lessons. I think Klingon, Klingon is apparently very like, it's a bit like the noises that you were making earlier in your Pokemon, the, the, the yeah. licky tongue one. Oh, don't stop it! <laughs> the masturbating moth. I apologize, listeners. Uh, and the last thing we have to talk about on today's podcast is to give oh. Dale and Alicia and everyone at the UK team, excluding myself, a big round of applause for uh, t- participating in, what is it, 10K race? A 10K run. 10K, 10K run, run yeah. here in London. But also just a massive thank you for you guys at home. Absolutely. Like, you guys were just amazing in your support. Like we had loads of tweets on the day. Just when you're standing at that start line and you've got 10K stretching in front of you and you're just feeling that like, I was quite nervous. And then we were just getting all these tweets from you guys listening. At home. It was just, uh, that was awesome. And then obviously the donations. The donations we, we were incredible. So much money. Mm-hmm. We actually, we got a um, email this morning from the guy from Special Effect. He was just like, thank you so much. Just blown away the- with it. We raised pretty much three grand. Like, I think it's just, just under three grand. It goes to an amazing and charity so, as well. Which, so. An incredible charity. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. How was the run, guys? How was it? How'd the you run was good. Up? Yeah. I, I, I mean, 10K is not that that big of a run anyway but it was a big I run mean, right, big I, ball I, drive I yeah. no, oh, don't get me wrong I am not fit to do the 10k run either but for like you know professional runners it's not like a marathon yeah, it's like 26 miles or something like that it's, we're um, all professional runners oh, <laughs> yeah. us video game nerds what I'm saying, oh, what so I'm saying was it was it was a fun experience but it was hard work you know because none of us are, are fit enough to do these sort of things mm-hmm. so um yeah, but I thought it was a good time. I had good yeah. fun. Yeah, and it, getting over the finish line was an amazing feeling. Oh, as well. it was it was awesome. It was really funny because we all started together. And so ba- basically, when when you begin, they put you in pens like mm. you're some sort of weird lycra-clad sheep. Yeah. And you have to like walk from your pen to the start line, and that takes like 45 minutes because they let you go <sighs> in like forever. groups. Yeah. So you spend you're more just, time oh, walking them. Yeah. Oh, like my you're, gosh. you're just there for like ages and ages and days. And then when you get to the start line, it always feels like you know when you're at the top of a log flume at like yeah. and there's 
that bit where you're just going around and you can see the bit where you drop like you can see the start yeah. line and you're just slowly being pushed towards it and seeing people start running and you're like oh god it's coming oh god oh god it's coming oh, and then you like no. cross over the line and then it's like I've just got to go and yeah. you just start like moving it's, so it's, it's crazy really I've never ran with like that sheer amount of people yeah. around you like having to duck and dive Dale past was people off and like a shot like he was just disappearing into the distance <laughs> it was amazing he went yeah I, I was not as speedy I was I finished last out of everyone you just got, you just got to find your own pace though haven't you I mean, at the end of the day it wasn't a race yeah. it was a run so no, it, it was just like run at your own pace and for it's me it's just I felt, what a, like a loser would say Dale I came first yeah well everyone, everyone did really good <laughs> what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like got gold medals around your desk well this whole thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no but I think it was finding your own pace and you know yeah. there's a lot of people at the start who are you know everyone's got a different pace so I just yeah. the reason it looked like a speed up is more I want to get my own pace and I want to get yeah. free to do no it's fine yeah. and like time wise we did I think everyone did really really absolutely. well absolutely like everyone everyone basically did it around the hour hour and five minutes yeah. mark I said is... before and if I get it done in an hour and ten I'd be happy and yeah. I did it in an hour and twenty seconds so awesome. I was, like that's whoop, ten whoop, minutes whoop. shy of what I thought I'd probably do it so yeah. that's, that's awesome and you find yourself getting like quite motivated on the way around like every time I saw the sign for like when I saw the sign for I think it was 8k that was it at that point I was like this is the home stretch yeah. head down I started to feel myself speeding up and you get the second win although poor Gav I think oh, that God. was the point I think it was at 8k outside Big Ben Gav had to stop and throw up <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh nobody saw it but just a just a bit of bile I believe just, oh poor yeah. guy so it wasn't like running like chunks down the no. front but it was also oh. wearing a Henry Hoover hat the entire run as well <laughs> A bright red cap. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Because you know, caps. Were there were there a lot of people dressed up? Like, oh, quite yeah, a few. there was. There was an amazing guy as a Tetris block. Oh, yeah. he oh ran my gosh. gosh, that was an amazing. And another costume. amazing guy who ran a sub zero oh, yeah. with the mask on yeah. and everything. He didn't take the mask off the entire time. He ran the whole ten k as a sub zero in like. Yeah. One of the things Gav uh, requested that we uh, ask on the podcast. Mm. Um, obviously, if we do this again at some point next year. Mm-hmm. Gav wants to run in some sort of cosplay. <laughs> the one that was floating around was me as Solaire and him as Onion Knight. That's a good idea. That would be love impossible. That. Imagine that. I I'd be sweating that. buckets, just like, raise the sun! <laughs> like almost passing out on the floor. Um, so if you have any other ideas, more yeah. like movable ones, well, physical costumes. We should dress up yeah, so expand it. Let's do the whole team. If you've got ideas for the whole yeah. team, what everybody yeah. should wear. What yeah, yeah. No, but this is good because then it means no one not naming any names can duck out. Uh, if we're all already giving our roles I would have you? loved to do it I think a joint imagine us doing like a joint Overwatch one oh a bunch of Overwatch God. characters that's the idea I'll like run carrying my Torbjorn turret like waving my little hammer around we did actually at the finish line you know you know the final like thing that you when you finish an Overwatch game there's that kind of team montage victory team victory pose we all did our own team victory poses which Dale has photoshopped yeah we yes, can, we can make stick it more that authentic, on a more Overwatchy but we also were googling before and like I was like, what does May pose like at the end of the game? So I could yeah. get a visual reference so I could do it. So good. And uh, I might have put own uh, legs onto Daniel as well. So <laughs> chopped his body in half. <laughs> so good. Play of the game. <laughs> Just Gav like throwing up in the corner. <laughs> so great job, guys. We're all really no, proud of you here. You. I'm sure all the listeners are. Good job. See you next year. We're all dressed up in costumes. Yeah. So who has the first piece of feedback? It's me, it yeah. turns out. So this is from John Montgomery. And he's talking about 
uh, Drunken Master, which we talked about on the podcast, which is a series we did where we drank a lot of alcohol and played some video games. How could you go wrong with that? Aside yeah. from the fact yeah, we get really drunk and we don't remember anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> John says, as a longtime listener, I was delighted to stumble across the Drunken Master video clips online after hearing about the event on the podcast. As amusing as they were, however, they've now altered my listening experience for life. So it's quite funny because I actually had this same thing. I used to listen to the IGN UK podcast mm-hmm. before I started working here. And I, you kind of, I do this with a lot of podcasts. Actually, yeah, you totally, have a clear yeah. idea of what these people look yeah. like until you see them in real life. And then you're like, I did yeah. not expect that Absolutely. at all. Yeah, it's Couldn't crazy. Uh, so uh, John says now that he has a visual reference, he finds it impossible to revert back to the original caricatures that he created in his own head. <laughs> But he's d- done the the joy of typing out what those caricatures were for oh, for every single one of us. Interesting. Yeah. So Rory, he saw me as a cross between Jonah Hill <laughs> That's and, amazing. and Kevin from The Wonder Years. Okay. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched The Wonder Years, but Kevin is very young, and uh, everyone likes Jonah Hill. Yeah, and Jonah yeah, Hill is a bit more of a hey suit gentleman yeah he's, uh, well, he's a not bit these days more of a, a one point more was. of a hefty hefty <laughs> hefty man i'm i'm gonna take chalk that up as a win yeah i think yeah. you no, know go, that's go good i like jonah hill he's a cool guy awesome. alicia is um i know i can never pronounce that name sunday missandei missandei <laughs> from game of thrones oh wow i've changed race i was gonna say yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> i thought you had a, an afro as well yeah. <laughs> but in dungarees but that's just, I, <laughs> which isn't far. It's not far off. I was wearing really. dungarees yeah. yesterday, yeah. so we're fifty percent there. I just need to grow an afro. <laughs> I really like Joe's. Race. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, I think Joe's is like the most on the nose. A more down to earth and jolly Jesse Eisenberg. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! <laughs> like I could kind of see that. I think you could dub over a Jesse Eisenberg scene with Joe's voice, and I'd just yeah. be like, "Is this the scene from the movie?" I'd yeah. be like, "I'd run with that." Uh, maybe real life Jesse is lighthearted and jolly. Awesome. John John doesn't know. No. I can't imagine he is. No, he's not. Um, Gav, <laughs> he thinks Gav is a character that is sort of Buzz Lightyear playing the role of Dennis in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. What? Hang on. Buzz Lightyear playing the role of Dennis. Yeah. So if Buzz Lightyear was a serial killer. <laughs> just a maniac. Like a maniac, just like, yeah. Just narcissistic, yeah. like insane man. <laughs> I can kind of see that. Gav has that like open, outbursty yeah. kind of like personality. I could see oh, that. Right, yeah. And in, in a bit more like Always Sunny vibe where yeah. he just insults yeah. people. It's um, funny he didn't say anyone Welsh. Like he t- Tom yeah. Jones or... <laughs> another Welsh person. Uh, someone hears Gav's voice is like yep yeah, sounds like Tom Jones to me <laughs> <laughs> and finally Kroops uh, Dan Kroops reminds him of Dan Kroops he must have seen a picture before so that's kind of disappointing oh, so you already knew. You already well, knew. Now, now we can kind of we can fill this spot so if you like if you imagine Dan's voice yeah. let's all imagine it oh it's all imagining. I'm in Blackburn. Hello, I'm Daniel Cooper. Welcome to IGN UK Podcast. And I am from Blackburn. I'm, I'm from Blackburn. Blackburn. <laughs> what are you doing, Rory? Don't use your Estus. Get your shield up. <laughs> that's what he sounds like. <laughs> so, is I, that when you go to bed at night, that's all just echoing around <laughs> your head? I kind of, when I think if Dan, if I didn't know Dan, I like put his voice in something. I think like a really smart turtle. Like a turtle. Like a really like, wise being. turtle. Like a library, like a library <laughs> turtle. That's what I would call library it. Library turtle. Yeah. Library turtle. Like a turtle who runs a library and like a children's TV show. I would like to see that. Yeah. What about you guys? If you had to picture Dan, 
The voice. Oh, blimey. I really, I really just, want uh, to have... Just a very northern man. So, northern man. So maybe like someone who's in a Warburton's advert or something, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just an old yeah. boy with some braces on and a flat cap. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely got to have the northern kind yeah. of continuum. Yeah. I went to uni up your up north in York, so I'd probably like imagine almost like a talking York Minster. But just like wow. his voice at the stained glass window, just opening and closing. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Dan's gonna love this. It's a weird getting, segment. I mean, he's gonna be getting <laughs> tweets like, "Ah, you're like Yorkshire turtle." Just like all the stuff with your, your library caps. too. He'll totally hate the York thing though, because he's from Lancaster and the War of the Roses, red versus white. Oh, I've, yeah. I've actually probably insulted him, uh, but I am genuinely interested. Maybe you haven't seen the the video version of the podcast. And you've only heard our voices, so this could be really funny. Please email in what you think oh, that God. we all look like. Are we really? opening this can of work I really want to know yeah, I, I definitely want to know there's some funny feedback okay moving right. on well uh, I've now got an email that's been written entirely in Comic Sans oh wow from a man called Rob Porter hi Rob <laughs> hi Rob Comic Sans man saying I'm contemplating buying a PS4 but there seems to be a few different models floating around does it matter if I buy one of the older or cheaper original versions and what exactly are the benefits of the new Neo version I'm not really a graphics guy I don't have a 4K TV and I don't care for VR if any of that makes a difference mm-hmm. wow let's preface for a size we don't officially know anything about the Neo no we know it exists officially mm-hmm. and all we've seen is rumoured specs so on that respect we can't really say, say any recommendations yeah but also I think uh, I'm, I'm in a similar situation I mean the normal PS4 would be just fine for me because mm-hmm. they've already outlined that all the games will still play on that console yep. Yep. so if you're not a graphics whore I would suggest waiting for the Neo to come out and then I'm sure the older models would be a lot cheaper yeah this is one thing that like I don't know I I don't really get this new like like 0.5 kind mm. of era that we're moving into it's kind of similar to phones now where mm. it's like like because there I know that there is such a big gap between uh, consoles releasing like yeah. it's it's absolutely enormous you do need to fill that time because sometimes maybe you'll get to a point where specs have improved but you're not ready to release that new mm-hmm. one but it seems like especially with the PS Neo and even the Xbox like Scorpion They've Scorpio. come out right and they... What is it? Scorpio. Scorpio? Yeah. They've come out right and said, like, it's not going to change much. They're, mm-hmm. Like, PS... Well, it's not going to change well, VR support. Yeah. It's basically if you can want to play in a high-resolution. Well, the weird one with the Scorpio is they said, it's got all these teraflops. It's like, and, teraflops. And if you look at the actual stats and the numbers, it is a substantial improvement. But then they said... But all the games are still going to work on your other one. So he's like, well, you're taking a step forward, but then you're also, well, you're not. So it's like, a hard, it's, it's, it's a, like a long term benefit, benefit yeah. as opposed to yeah. an immediate thing. Like imagine in a few years time, it would be very beneficial to have one of these. Yeah. As for the first year or so, I can't imagine it's going to yeah. make a you're, massive you're fu- difference. You're future-proofing your console, but that's a strange idea to have to do yeah. because, yeah. you know, the, the idea of console gaming is it was always straight up out the box gameplay can Compared to PC PC gaming, where you'd be tinkering and building and kind of like fiddling with your graphics card and whatnot, like it's it's bringing a whole new dynamic Hmm. to console gaming that we've never seen before. And like I'd say, you know, Rob saying that he's not a graphics guy, doesn't have a 4K TV, and he doesn't care for VR. So I'd say if you are that kind of person that's just just in it for like the games, then just stick with what you've got. But PS4 is going to be good for a good two or three years. It's it's still it's still a really decent console. If you look at the specs on the PS4 and stuff, it's still class. But yeah, if if you do want to try VR, if you do want to get your hands on the Morpheus when Mm. it when it launches, then I'd probably say even though we don't know the specs, yeah. 
the fact is that it is going to be beefed up. Um, like as if you were buying the Oculus, you'd want a really good computer to run through the processing yeah. power. But the Same PSVR the will actually work on PS4. Oh, it will. Model. It will. But, yeah. but if you want the smoothest experience, I kind of I kind of view these steps as the equivalent of like phones, like the yeah. six and the six S. Like, or the 5 and the 5S. I think it's going to be, like, same model, same games, with the specs will just be mm. slightly different, which will result in, what? like, 4K resolution. I think if you're the kind of person that doesn't need to have the latest phone and upgrade as soon as it comes out, you're the type of person yeah. that won't yeah. be that bothered but if you have a PS4 instead of a PS Neo. It is a really interesting point, because it, it's something that we're seeing across gaming. I'm not just talking about console gaming or PC gaming. Like, like li- gaming is an industry... For since its inception, it's always been very divided by platforms. So mobile gamers don't talk to console gamers. Console gamers and PC gamers as a war over who's better. Oh yeah, separate like, drinking been, fountains. Yeah, parts of the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like we've had that for years, and now suddenly everything's becoming really desegregated. You know, mm. um, everyone's a mobile gamer now because everyone owns a phone. Yeah. So if you if you are a PC gamer, it's probably likely that on the commute you might play a bit of Candy Crush or whatever or Pokemon Go. You know, now suddenly we've got we back on Pokemon Go. We should have a little ding counter in the edit every time we mention it. But, um, you know, and now with this, we've got so like console gaming that's learning from PC gaming. And mm-hmm. we've got, you know, people who are playing games on PC, they're getting free to play mechanics where in-app purchase. So like on Overwatch, you can purchase loot boxes yeah. even if yeah. you're on a PC game, which we've always seen in mobile gaming. Suddenly across all the different platforms, they're all becoming, they're evening out and suddenly gaming is becoming really unified as an industry and in that there's no longer these kind of like segregated communities. I think that's really exciting, mm-hmm. even though this is, I mean, that's really very generalised about this. It's kind of irritating that you've got to buy a nah, new No, but you don't, you don't have to buy a new no, console. No, you don't have that's to. The, that's yeah. the thing I think people keep forgetting. Uh, I've seen, seen a lot of people saying like, oh, I can't believe they're doing this because I've got to buy a new console. It's like, no, they've you outlined from day one with this, with this new like mid-generation thing that you don't need to. Mm. Like, the games are going to be ubiquitous across all, all the versions of the PS4. Mm. It's just if if you want that option it's there for you same with the phones like plenty of people out there are happy with iPhone 6s they don't need 6s and that's fine no one complains about that but that's because that's a generation that's the way that generation or that device has been brought with us whereas yeah, consoles more natural we, yeah we've had generations of consoles where this is what you do you release a new one every yeah. 7 to 10 years or 5 years and now we're we're changing that but now the PS4 and the Xbox One are more PC based architecture anyway mm. so it's a case of having to soup up the all the internals to meet the demand of things like VR. But also, like, I, I know that this is a big deal having these, like, 0.5 consoles, but people act like this is the first time it's happened. No. It's just maybe one that is going to bring about the most changes. But you've, like, you have the Xbox Elite, which yeah. dropped, in, like, after the 360. Yeah, you've got true. the PS... Three slim and PS4 Sorry, slim, yeah, like but they, but they were just re- remodels. They weren't they, the internals are exactly. But the I same. mean, it's the same thing where you have a, a new console that comes out to fill a gap between, which yeah. is I know that there's diff- like similar specs, but it's yeah. still a console that drops in between the release of the next one. That's maybe smaller in size, yeah. and it's that appeal. Well, of, we can of go back. To, you can go back to the 32x and things like that. There, yeah, there's always absolutely. been examples. Like Sega are notorious for it, like just mm. bringing out different versions of consoles and things like that. And at the end of the day, you know, it's a buyer's market. If you if 
if you don't like this thing, then vote with your yeah. wallet and don't buy it. It's I agree with you. I say yeah. to, is this Rob? Rob. I say Rob, Rob Comic Sans wait man. till the new one comes out and the price of the old one is going to drop and you're going to pick up some pretty sweet deals. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last piece of feedback. It's a little bit uh, self-indulgent for me. Okay. But it, it's basically, says Dale is the best. Stop. <laughs> no, but this is from Connor. From Dale's mom. This is from Connor and he was saying he was inspired by listening to the podcast a few weeks ago. It was one actually that we, us three were on, I think. Oh, yeah. thanks, team. And I basically, it came up at one point, I was talking about my previous job and then how I got into this job. Oh, yeah. So he just elaborates. Um, I'm about to enter my last year of a teaching degree and like a lot of my peers, I'm starting to realise that I don't know if teaching is something I truly want to do. Mm. When listening to the podcast, I found it really interesting that Dale said he used to work in a completely different industry. So I'm really curious how he managed to change his career so dramatically. So I'm not going to go into it now because it's quite a long story, but I've had a few people message me about this as well. So feel free to tweet me. And I'll, I'll be happy to divulge more. But there's, the short story is that I um, I just wanted a change. Like I wasn't happy in what I was doing. So I, I worked out a plan of action and worked out how to do it. And it took a long time, but I followed through on those steps. But like I said, if anyone Good wants to know more about it. You, oh, I do want to know more. Well, I'll, can... tell, I'll tell you all about it. It's not a problem, but it's quite a long story. So I'm not going to do it on the podcast. But okay. also, he says in a PS... I'm not going to pick any favourites in the podcast, yeah. but your recruitment guy deserves a bonus because all the more recent additions are bloody good. Aww. So in a way, he's kind of picking Al as his favourite, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> Al is the guy that hires us. <laughs> I love that, uh, I, like, it cracked me up. Great way to spend your holiday. Uh, like, after, I think it was like last week, they read like a follow-up from Amelia. Yeah. Which right. hopefully she knows yeah. we're God, all kind of Amelia joking. We're not taking it so much. Again. No, it, it was funny because then like the next week, like someone sent in an email just being like just to let you know Rory's actually my least favourite because he's so immature oh my and that was like day one of my holiday and I was like brilliant oh <laughs> Great. Rory Wait, so you got my email I was like, I was like <laughs> um, but oh, I we actually got a troll oh no oh, that's horrible but I've, I've actually had the same thing uh, recently there was a guy who similar thing like isn't kind of happy with, with their, their career and they watch Prepare to Try and they mm. just say it looks like you're having so much fun yeah and um, I'm not saying message me on Facebook asking for life advice because it's going to be terrible. Don't message me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like I, I did. I actually used you as an example. I was like mm. our video editor guy, uh, Dale. He yeah. wasn't happy with his job. He changed. Yeah. And now he's here working with us. Yeah, and I think it's a, a perfect example of if you can find what you do yeah, in life. Absolutely. You want to also do, feel like it. it's it's a good uh, showcase for saying like there's nothing that you can't do if you if you don't want it enough. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you really so want true. something, you can do it. You just it just takes a lot of hard work unfortunately. So you know there's nothing comes easy you, you've got to work hard at these things but you know if anyone wants any advice about how to do it because I, I would have killed for some advice like when I yeah. wanted to do it so if I, I'm, I don't mind talking to anybody about it so feel free to tweet me cool no, that's really nice yeah there's loads of stories of that in the games industry as well like Holly uh, from PlayStation Access right she was a midwife oh wow before she like you know midwifery so there's loads and loads of midwifery is that the that's word? what it's called yeah, yeah midwifery. midwifery really yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really cool <laughs> learning loads of pronunciation things yeah. on this podcast but yeah like I just think like we said before on the podcast ours is an industry that is really open and if you have the drive and like you say if you, yeah. if you want it hard enough yeah. it's not it's not as close as you think no, there's, really there's ways in you, you just like yeah you just have to work hard that's, exactly. that's the key I think a lot of people as well when they like watch either like Let's Plays or hear like about the podcast like we are not like 
podcasters or let's players. No, like, no. That's not our job. No. This is something that we do at our job. And you'll find a lot of companies, there'll be people on the podcast and they're like a community manager yeah. or like a web developer or even like a graphics designer. It's like, it takes so many people Absolutely, to yeah. hold these positions in the games industry. And I think if you look hard enough, That'll you know, it might not just be video production. It'll be, or hosting. It can be mm. something that you are especially yeah. interested in. Absolutely. So yeah. take a look. Yeah. And if you are really interested in it, then pursue it. Absolutely. And we will very soon have you as a guest on the IGN UK podcast. So thank you very much for listening. That's all from this week. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.